Welcome, everybody. It is episode four of the of free week mo- six. Episode four of the Free Money Podcast, week six of the season. I'm Matt Jones here on a Friday afternoon. We're, we grant you, you're getting this one late. This will probably come up. The earliest you will hear this is 4.30 maybe. But the games may be even over, but that's not why you listen. You listen because we pick games and we make you happy. We are here at KS Bar and Grill. Myself and Drew Franklin, Maria, is manning the controls, as she always does, with grace and aplomb. Would you like to sit down, Maria? Maria, what is aplomb? A-P-L-O-M-B. It's a fruit. No, 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 not a plum. Oh. I just I hear people say, like, when people talk about doing something, they always will say with grace and a plum, but I don't know what I've that means. I've never heard and anyone I, and like, say that. Let me just say, if it's bad, Maria, I didn't mean to call you that. Oh, I, I, I'm looking it up. A plum. It is with grace and a plum, self-confidence and assurance. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so you with grace a and a plum, Maria is manning the uh, controls. Drew, how are you doing? I am wonderful. Let me ask you a question. Why do you always keep the mic above your mouth? Is it? It doesn't feel like it is. You did that today at the radio show, too. Oh. He always, you always like, like you're trying to pick your nose with it. I, don't, I can't say. I just put the headset on and talk. I don't know what you want from me. All right. Well, I, I just, it worries me. Do you want me, me to get out my been? protractor and line it up? Well, with no, my I mean, it's like it, it's hard to hear you when you do oh. that. But anyway, it, what, uh, did you have a good time in the last week? I did. I went to Texas. I didn't leave my hotel in Texas. Is that bad? <laughs> so you, you've been talking about how you're excited to go to Austin, yeah. go see Austin, and then you didn't do anything. I talked a big game about going out and bar crawling by myself because uh, Abby was doing bridesmaid stuff. I didn't leave the hotel. If there was a pool. I mean, I was having fun. But there was a serious 48-hour period. I never set foot outside the building of my hotel. So you really you, you did what you were supposed to. I had tacos did you delivered. Oh, ta- Torchy's Tacos. Write it down, T-O-R-C-H-Y, tacos. If you are ever near one of those, get them. Right. I had it for four straight meals. Did you see Hopkins? I did. We went out for a cocktail before my hotel. Uh, okay, well, good. How's he doing? You know, he moved there. Most actors, you he's think actors it. have to live in L.A., but he decided to go to Austin. Yeah, he's loving it. Uh, we went out and watched uh, some football together, and then he came to Lexington. We just kind of flip-flopped. All right, well, good. I, I do have a good Texas story uh, briefly. I was there for a wedding where I didn't know anyone outside of the, the bride and the bridesmaids because they went to UK. Everyone else is foreign to me. And we go out afterwards, and I'm just hanging out with the, with the girls, the only people I know. And the biggest human being I've ever seen in my life walks in, points at me, and decides I'm the guy he wants to fight. Well, why did he want to fight I, you? I had my back to him. I had my back to the door. I've never been to Austin. I didn't know him. I didn't know any of his friends. Well, when you say he wanted to fight, what did he do? Well, uh, I see, you know when you're talking to someone, they're not looking at you, they're kind of looking around. I turn around like, oh, something's happening. No one's looking. And this big guy is pointing at me, and then he starts poking me in the chest and kind of grabs me by the shirt and tries to take me outside. And his friends talked him out of it. But this man would have ripped me. But but you're you're suggesting, like, there had to be some rationale. I I think he's just one of those guys. He was ready to fight. He walked in. You think he just was ready to fight, and he chose you? The 6'3 guy? Well, 
I had on a floral print dress shirt. <laughs> and because it's hot in Texas, I took off my, my blazer and I had it wrapped around my shoulders like you would a sweater oh, at a country club. Oh, so you look like a just a, 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 you look like a, a douche. He walks in and just picks me. I'm t- this guy. To would, be fair, I would have picked you too. Th- he kind of looked like Landon Young, but taller. Okay. And maybe even bigger. And uh, I, I almost died. That's basically the point. I even, I was, we were face to face. So how did you end the, end the fight? I kept telling him, I was like, dude, I don't even know how to fight. Like, if we were to fight right now, I wouldn't even know what to do. And I even picked up my phone. And I'm like, I mean, I, there's something about this you're leaving out. A person te- no, doesn't just walk te- up to you and say, let's fight. The reason I'm telling you this story is because it's so absurd. I had been at this place maybe five minutes uh, since coming from the wedding. He walks in, my back's to the door, and next thing I know, we're face-to-face. Don't you feel like he's leaving something out No, I'm telling you, it's that ridiculous, and he would have killed me. Well, that I agree with. I picked up my phone, I said, hey, Siri, how do you fight? That is not something I would disagree with. Well, listen, I'm I'm glad you didn't get a phone. Long story short, people in Texas are huge, and all they want to do is fight, so I stayed at the pool all weekend. All right, well, fair enough. I still feel like you're leaving something out. Now, we are here at KS Bar, where we're – today is the debut of something we call – the KS Bar uh, Hammer, what is it? Hammer a Home Run Challenge? Hammer it, it out, out of the, the park. park Challenge. So here's what's happening. Starting today, during every Major League Baseball playoff game, if a home run is hit, someone in the bar wins $50. And for five minutes, it's $2 beer and $2 fireball shots. Okay? That's so it, it doesn't matter who hits the home run. You get to be like Hubby. You just get to cheer for points. You don't have to. Pick Hubby the team. only bets the over, and he does it so he can just scream <coughs> points during shoot, the game. In basketball, you scream, shoot it. This game, all you're doing is rooting for home runs. Now, this is during every playoff game. So, like today on Friday, there's a playoff game at two all the way to one in the morning, which means if you come here at any point, you can win $50, and you don't even have to care about the game. All you got to do is put your name in here. So, like, right now, it's 2 it's two o'clock. There are not that many people in here. There's probably 20. So, one of these people is going to win. I would suggest to you, Drew, figure out the times where there are the fewest people and come. For instance, if you come close to closing, you might be the only person in here, and we have to give you $50. You come on a Monday afternoon during a good game, if there's one on, you well, might get a five-home run game, and you leave with $250. Monday, actually – so there's only today and Monday are the only two days where there are going to be four games. So games from 1 o'clock on, and Monday is the other one. And I have to think, if you're here at Monday at 3 o'clock, you have a good chance. I would think. I don't know what game that is, but we'll just root for bombs. Also, I don't know are. when the Yankees play the Twins, but the Yankees and the Twins set a record this year. Both of them broke the all-time record for most home runs in a season. Ooh. So presumably during that game, you would assume there will be lots of home runs. I would think so. So – Hopefully, during this taping, there will be a home run. That way, we can scream and get really excited and give someone $50. And then everyone that wins, we take their picture with the heavy hitter stand-up, and we hang it right here on this board. So, of the three things that you're offered, you have the deal on the fireball of the beer. We'll combine that as one. The $50 cash and your arm around a cardboard cutout of the hammer, which is the grand prize? I'm going to say $50 because I, you don't get to keep the picture with the cutter. Yeah, but okay. You, we have to hang it up here, but you will be forever immortalized as I think a we need friend to make sure, of Daryl Isaacs. We need to make sure random people can't just take a picture with it. It's only for winners. We'll put it in a case. By the way, Daryl Isaacs, I came up with this idea sitting in the airport yesterday. I'm sitting in the airport in New York. It's delayed. I, I just want to tell you, 
if there is a circle of hell, LaGuardia gets its own circle. It's the worst airport. And, and they're doing construction right now. And, and getting they're in always and out, doing construction. Getting right in there. and out of there is like trying to navigate Syria. Like it is, you have missiles coming in. There are turtle shells being thrown by the cabs behind you. Like it's it's a disaster. And then once you get in, it's always a delay. So it's so while I was sitting there, I was like, you know what? I gotta think of something. What do we do for baseball in the bar? Because people don't come to watch baseball. I come up with this. I text the heavy hit, hitter. I say, I got an idea for you, and I explain it to him. Fifty dollars a home run. He goes, cool. I'm in. Did not take much convincing. Like, normally you have to put on, a, like, a presentation, a pie chart, all this, none of that. Heavy hitter's like, I'm in. Heavy hitter, hammer, out of the park huh. challenge. It's not like him to advertise or endorse or put his face <laughs> out there like that. I'm surprised he agreed so quickly. <laughs> so, all right, last week we were criticized. Some would say mocked for not doing enough. I would of, say harassed. Uh, for not doing many picks, right? There yes. were people who said, Matt – you have to do more picks. So that's why we're here this week. And so everyone knows, be glad we didn't make picks because it would not have gone well. Now, I think I told you that Phil Steele said um, that he has had the worst beginning to the season ever. But last week he created Computer Corner. <laughs> Is this a new thing? I think so. Computer Corner, he says, was a perfect 8-0 last week. Oh, hold up, Phil, you can't just make a new thing to make your numbers look good. Why can't you? I mean, I guess you can, but you shouldn't if you're charging people. I think the idea is with Computer Corner, when in doubt, reset. It's like when you're a kid and you're losing at Tecmo Bowl, you hit reset. He's hit reset, and now he's in Computer Corner. Or is this Phil surrendering to the new way of Odd Shark, and he's putting his old method behind him and going to the, the computer? Oh, you're saying he's not doing the, the feel yeah, anymore? Because we've always done him versus the computer. Odd Shark, is he surrendering? My old way doesn't work anymore. We have to. Well, he is now saying computer corner was 8-0. Okay. No. So as we go through the day, I thought we would start with the computer corner picks. Okay. These are Phil's five computer picks. Now, I will note, by the way, he has his four-star play of the month, not one of his computer corner picks, <laughs> just for the record. But here's his computer corner picks, and we'll start with LSU-Utah State. Now, for people who don't know, Utah State, their quarterback, I believe his name is Spoonie Love, he is, like, going to be a first-round draft pick. Isn't that his right name? Spoonie Love? <laughs> or maybe Spoonie Love was – I think that may be Crank Yankers. <laughs> <laughs> and so it begins. <laughs> it was something Love. I don't know. His last name is Love. Look Buddy it up, Love. Maria. Huh? Jordan Love. Kind of like Spoonie <laughs> Love. Spoonie. <laughs> I think actually I think Spoonie Love was Tracy Morgan's character on <laughs> Crank Yankers. See if I'm right about that. Was Tracy Morgan's character on Crank Yankers Spoonie yep. Love? All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your Crank Yanker play of the week? <laughs> the Crank Yanker Spoonie Love player of the week. He has Utah State. Um Losing by 18 to LSU. What's the spread? spread? 25. So he has Utah State as one of his computer corner plays. I'm going to be honest with you. I like that because I like – this is really Jordan Love's chance to show the NFL he should be a first-round pick because everybody – right now there are three quarterbacks projected in the first round. Four, actually. The LSU quarterback, Tua, and the Oregon quarterback, and Spoonie Love. 
I just saw it has moved to 27 and a half. So it's gone so up. So do you want to take the opening line here, or are we going to go with what it is at this very moment? Well, no, we go with what it is at this okay. very moment. So I, I think I'm taking Utah State, and I'm agreeing with his uh, with Phil's computer corner. You know what, Phil? I'll give your, your computer corner one chance, and I'm going to ride with you here. This is your one. No, he has five computer no, corner No, but this plays. is the one I'm going to follow. The rest I don't want to hear about. You're going with I'm this going one. going with him on this one. All right. And let me say, I watched, Love. I watched Spoonie Love play against Wake Forest earlier this year. He's really good. Like, okay. I think it'll be interesting to see how he plays because LSU's – their defense is good, not as good as it used to be. But uh, I think it should be interesting to see. So this is the Crank Yanker, Crank Yanker Computer Corner play. The cr <laughs> I can't even say that. The Crank Yanker Computer Corner play. Okay. And I will say, if Utah State covers – I think you just tweet me and Drew and just say Spoonie Love. <laughs> Spoonie Love, yep. Spoonie Love. I like it. And uh, and if, if if the first person to crank Spoonie Love after they cover can join Scotty Ballman <laughs> as a uh, guest picker. <laughs> yeah, Scotty, we'll get you in here. We don't even know when we're getting in here. That's true. All right, the, uh, the his next computer corner play, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan. I feel like we played one of those teams this <laughs> year. Which one did we play? We played Eastern Michigan, right? They they hurt Terry. They were the ones that hurt Terry. So yes. they are they are not we are not they fans. Are jerks. They are a five point favorite. Who is? Uh, Eastern Michigan. Oh well Phil says Central Michigan wins by five. So he flips it. You I, go you going with the computer corner. I had I had planned to go against Phil. I really did. And then you reminded me of what Eastern Michigan did to Terry Wilson, and I can't put my money behind that. You gotta be a Chippewa. Yeah, I'm not gonna so I don't now, blood on my hands. So you're taking, you're going with the computer corner. I'm back in the corner. All right. Nobody puts computer in the corner. <laughs> Here we are. Washington, Stanford. Stanford reeling from the fact they will have to allow their players to take app endorsements <laughs> um, because of all uh, from now on. Washington uh, has has is sp was supposed to be good, but then lost at home to Cal. Uh, Washington is a 15 point favorite. He has Stanford. He has Washington by eight, so he is picking Stanford. Do you like that? Quick, quick Stanford question. Yes. The running back there that was so awesome. Whatever Bri happened to him? Spoonie Love. <laughs> no, just like last the last couple You're years. Talking about Bryce Love. Yeah, where where did he end up? I think he got hurt his senior year and got uh, drafted, but I don't think he made the team. Yeah, I knew he didn't have a great because he was supposed to be everything his senior year, and he he got hurt. Really. I think he got hurt. He was an example of the. He's, I think he's brought up as an example of the this is why you got to pay these guys because he got hurt. Ah, and he's, uh, he's on the Redskins. That's not the team you want to play for right is now. Is he on a team? Well, his ESPN bio, I don't know if he's on the current roster, but that's the logo next Are to Are you thing. as surprised as I am that Christian McCaffrey ended up being like – I mean, I, I, it's because he's a white running back. Like, when's the last time there's been a good white running back? What's the last good white running back? Brad Muster? <laughs> um. No, I'm, I'm being Merrill serious. Hodge. Like, I'm not even trying. Yeah, is it Merrill Hodge? John Riggins? Because <laughs> when I think – oh, fullback. Just, I can fullback's name fullbacks, different. but that doesn't count. That's yeah. Mike Allstott and, yeah. and Brad Muster and, like I, – I think the last one – you know, you're probably right. Was it Merrill Hodge? I can't even think of one that wasn't good. Yeah, that's another <laughs> thing. Can you think of just one? I can't. Oh, wait a minute. Does the – what's his name? Wait a minute. We may have a home run. No. Okay. I, got, I actually just thought of one. <laughs> Everybody, uh, you guys, we almost had $50 right there, and the crowd goes wild. Uh, Rex Burkhead. That was one of the ones I was about to say. 
Then the dude that was on the Madden cover from Arkansas, Peyton. Uh, Peyton up, Upshaw. Peyton Tillis, Hillis, Hollis. Hulis, Peyton. Alice. Uh, Mel Tillis. <laughs> you know, he was on there with uh, Darren McFadden. Yes, he was on the same team and, uh, as, as Doug Jones and Darren McFadden. Peyton Hillis, I think yeah, is Peyton his name. Hillis. And then Danny Woodhead. But but really, the last good one was Merrill Hodge. <laughs> Except those three that we just named. Yeah, but I mean, do you really consider Peyton Hillis? He had like one good year. Was he with the Browns? It was a great year. I mean, they put he was on the Madden cover. But that's because he was a white running back. Let's be clear. Okay. Like they, that's why they put him All right, on. Merrill there. Hodge. That's who it is. Back to the game. Stanford so, and. But I mean, are you so, like Christian McCaffrey's really good? He's very good. Like, like when you watch him, he's able to scoot and 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 boot. He's got those McCaffrey genes. I was a big fan of his dad. Yeah, those fa- those family dudes like that. His dad, his dad was Ed. I think, or was his uncle Ed? Ooh, might have been. A- I think either his dad is Ed. Or his uncle Ed was Ed. on the Broncos, right? He was. I, I liked Ed. I thought and that was Billy his dad. played for Vanderbilt. I'm looking up who his dad is. Well, either way. Yeah, his dad is Ed. I thought that. Okay. Ed McCraft. Right. Um, Notre Dame, Bowling Green. <laughs> Start laughing at us, just pausing, <laughs> trying to think of things. Uh, Notre Dame, Bowling Green. I'm on it. Whoa, 46 and a half points. <laughs> Well, 46 <laughs> I did not half. expect that. <laughs> My Lord. He's got Notre Dame by 51. Oh. So he's taking Notre Dame to cover the 46 and a half. Drew Franklin, are you enough of a man yes. to pick Notre Dame to cover the 46 and a half? And by the way, how do they get the half for this? <laughs> was this in Phil's corner? It was in computer corner. I can't keep doing the corner. I'm too much invested. So I'm going Bowling Green. You're taking Bowling Green. Yeah. Gosh, Bowling Green must be terrible. When was the last time you heard of a 46-and-a-half-point spread? That wasn't against Alabama. But I don't even know if Alabama has that. Have you, can you remember a 46-and-a-half? Oh, yeah. Alabama was just 39 against Ole Miss <laughs> last Were they week. 39 <laughs> yeah. against Ole Miss? Something like well, that. 46-and-a-half is a lot. And you're taking Bowling Green. You're going against the computer corner. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the corner too much. I'm stepping away from the corner. All I don't right. want to be in some dark corner with Phil <laughs> and his computer. Last computer corner, Minnesota, Illinois. Uh, Minnesota is a 14-point favorite. Minnesota's where the guy that was chopping wood went, right? right. Has he done well? No, he's rowing boats, not chopping wood. Oh, okay. Or floating boats. Motor, <laughs> motor boats. <laughs> he's motorboating. I don't know. That's where he is. Uh I did not expect that to be 14, so I'm rolling with the Illini. Well, he has Illinois. Yeah. I, dang it. So you have four. Am I the computer corner? You, you have four of the five computer and corner. You just refuse to no, accept Notre Dame's going to cover the if, 46 if and a half. If you would ask me without telling I would have gone Notre Dame. So, te- I, you know what? I'll just go all in. I'm, all right, so you're going all in with the computer corner. I am so this the computer is, corner. This is the Drew Geek computer corner play of the week is a parlay. Uh, Central Michigan, Utah State, Stanford, Notre Dame, Illinois. You're going to take those five? I'm sitting in the corner with the computer. He's, he's won his last eight, allegedly, in the computer corner. We're going 13-0. and 0. All right, there you go. I, I cannot pick any team to cover 46 and a half. That's a lot. That is an insane amount of points. All right. Uh, his four-star play of the <clears throat> month. Play of the month? Play of the month. Wait. We're all, this is the first weekend of the month. Can he, can he do it again later this month? Or is it up until now this is the play of the month? <laughs> I think he only does 
one or two plays of the month. But why would he do it the first weekend? He feels strongly about okay. it. Okay. He feels strongly. Tulsa, SMU. SMU, by the way, uh, is, has been good. They've yeah. been, they're coached by – who are they coached by? I don't know who they're coached by. I feel like it's somebody we know, though. Larry right? Brown. Like <laughs> – <laughs> I almost said Larry Sanders trying to think of Larry Brown. June Jones. No, no what? Sonny Dykes. Sonny Dykes, that's uh, right. Sonny yeah. Dykes, yes. Sonny Dykes. Of old UK message board You know, fame. he almost was the coach here. I know. Sonny Dykes, uh, which are, by the way, the best types of Dykes are the sunny <laughs> ones. You don't want a cloudy Dyke. The, the, he was – he was nearly the coach at this school. People don't realize that, but he yeah. was. And he's doing well there, but I like how we ended up in Lexington with Mark Stoops. No, I do too. Remember the, the final people, there were five. There was Mark Stoops, Sonny Dykes. There was the guy who ended up at Colorado. Was it Mike McIntyre? Yep. yep. Um, there was the dude who was Dallas's special teams coach. What was his name? Norv Turner. It was not Norv Turner. It was like Wade Phillips. <laughs> no, he was he was a young guy. I think he was one, and then who was the fifth? There were they, they had five final candidates. Well, I can't remember the other one. I'm a I'm a secondary Dallas fan behind my Titans. I didn't know Kellen Moore, the Boise State quarterback, is now their offensive coordinator. Yeah, he looks like Brad Calipari. Yeah, and he looks like he's 20 years old. Look at look at Kellen Moore and tell me he doesn't look like Brad Calipari when he's not trying to be hard. Like when he's like Wait, Brad, when Kellen Moore's not trying to be hard. No, no, when Brad Calipari's not hard. Like, like when Brad Calipari. Oh yeah, that picture right there. Yeah, that's the, the one. Look, one that tell came me up, that doesn't look like that him. That does look like Brad. That looks like Brad. If Brad's not like, hey, I'm earned not that given. That one does not. He looks like Brad. He, he does. What a he, good gig though. Good for him, Kellen Moore. Okay, so um, Tulsa SMU. What's the spread? I thought I already said it. Did I not? I don't think so. No. Well, I forgot it. It was. I think it was 14. 13. 13 SMU. Yes. He has SMU by six, so his play, four-star play of the month is Tulsa, which considering how many times we've played Tulsa turnaround on the show today, or show this week, I think is fitting. I'm going against Phil's play of the month. I'm taking SMU? I'll sit in the corner with him. I'm not rolling with the four-star play of the month. SMU, go Mustangs. Jimmy Dykes. Mustangs. Go Jimmy Dykes. Uh what do you know about uh, SMU? I mean, like, do you know their quarterback? I mean, we don't have enough time for me, guys. Presidential library is just right around the corner. <laughs> Who's uh, presidential uh, library? Bush. Is it at SMU? Yeah, right next, right next to the football stadium. Huh, okay. Challenge me with the microphone do on. Do you know – can you name me two players in history that went to SMU? Yeah. Oh, well, heck, now I'm drawing a blank. It's the great – They played together. Yeah, it's the great uh, They 30 were the 30. rumbling bumblings. You remember well, uh, Craig James is one. Craig James That's not is one. who I'm going for. How, how can you – I'm but looking at him. He's the less famous of the two. I'm the running back. I'm looking at him, and I, I'm not getting it. All right, I'm going to wait. It's not Merrill Hodge. <laughs> Craig James was a white running back, by the way. Yeah, we don't like him. Uh, he was mean to Michael Leach. Who is the running back from – I'm looking at him. I know the answer. I'm just not telling him. I like to see I'm not going to get it. I like to see him flounder in the wind. He is arguably one of the six to eight best running backs in history. I I know his whole story, and I'm not getting his name right now. Uh, It's Eric Dickers. Damn it. Damn it. I kept wanting to say Earl Campbell, and I knew that wasn't it. What were they called? They they weren't called Power and Glory. That was the tag team of Hercules and uh, Tony Roma. Um, Smash and Dash. They were called Whip and Flip. (laughs) 
Uh, what were the, what was their nickname? I don't know. I'm trying to look it up. It was like this. This is soon gonna be called the Let's Let Drew Look It Up podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Matt just thinks of things on the tip of his tongue, <laughs> and I Google to look it up. <laughs> they had they had a name. I think it was Power and Glory. Um, anyway, so you you're, you're taking SMU. I'll take Tulsa. I'll roll with uh, power roll. outage. No, that's just an SMU power outage. <laughs> I would like if their nickname was Power Outage. <laughs> I Googled SMU Power thinking it would bring up. Yeah. All right. Where were we? Somebody has to find that. Anyway, all right. Auburn, Florida. Florida. Oh, um, I'm already, I've already bet it. This is a game of the week. Auburn is a uh, two-and-a-half-point favorite. No, no. It's about to be three-and-a-half. I got it at three at, like, plus money. Phil Steele has Auburn by 12. I love it. Damn. Phil, I'm green and good. Phil? Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's the play. I, I think Auburn whips it. I thought so, too, but there's a guy on uh, – uh, I don't know who he works for, but I follow him on Twitter. And he's pretty dang good, and he's all about the Gators. You don't know who he works for, well, he, but he's, you follow him on Twitter. Is he in the sports business, or is he no, just – No, he makes picks and talks about why you should bet on things. I trust his opinion, and he's high on the Gators, which scares me a little bit, but I'm still rolling with Auburn. I think they, they beat him. I, I, I can't see a scenario Florida wins this game. I mean, they're not good. Like, we, we had them. We should have beat them. I mean, I don't believe they killed Tennessee, but Tennessee's awful. But Tennessee awful. Would, I mean, Tennessee is, is, is the worst. Yeah. Where I come from, we beat Tennessee. Um, so you, But you're still like me. You're going with Auburn. I think they win by a lot. Uh, by his junior year, is everyone in America going to hate Bo Nix? I, I, I is it I'd too much him. too soon with Bo Nix? It's been quick. He needs to kind of ease out of it. He needs, like, a quiet period. Because if they're really good this year, like, if they win this game and they're, like, competing for the SEC West and he's a true freshman, I mean, it's just going to be, he like, grew years. Up a fan. His name's Bo. Yeah, I mean, everybody – And not B-A-U. I mean, I, I think I said this on the radio show. Like, I, I find it hard to be like, oh, it's such a sweet story when he was sitting on the front row of the national championship game. I mean, I, no offense, but it's not like – it's not like this is a kid – I mean, this is a kid who grew up with, like, six silver spoons in his mouth if he's sitting on the front row of the national championship game. I don't want to throw my parents under the bus, but I couldn't even get front row for the Travis Ford barnstorming tour in Madisonville. I went to Middlesbrough (laughs) Pineville, and my grandfather was at least in the eighth row. Yeah. I mean. So he's he's a rough life for for the kid. I would venture to say I saw the picture of the kid and he may be the best kid in the world now, but I looked at him and I was like I know he was he, he talk about snot-nosed when he was in 4th grade. Yeah. Now he may have grown up. And I may, I hope he has. I hope he covers on Saturday. All right, North Carolina, Georgia Tech. How about North Carolina hanging with Clemson? Should have won. I but like would you have gone for two there? Yeah. Me too. I think you got to go for two. I mean, you got to have a better play than what they did. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think you got to go for it there. You're not going to win in overtime. Give it a shot. Mac Brown, you know, I, I, I missed Sunday. I was at ESPN. He was not there getting an <laughs> omelet with me, and I felt lonely. He should have gone for it, though. I thought you were going to say he should have gone and got an omelet after me. <laughs> uh, spread is 10.5. UNC is favored. He's got North Carolina by 15, so he, he likes the heels. Georgia Tech's really bad. But the thing about Carolina is they've, going they, they've gone way up and down, though. Like, they, they play the good teams uh, well, but they play the bad teams poorly. I'm going to go Phil again. This is the worst. I, why am I doing this? You're pretty much all in on Phil Steele. <laughs> no, I can't. Georgia Tech, I know they're not great, and they're, they're 
finally got away from that option. But Georgia Tech, by the way, has won the last three meetings between these schools. I'm taking Georgia Tech. Okay. By the way, the Jackets are on an 0-9 against the spread run. They're due. That makes me feel <laughs> even better. Like, like he, he buries that in sentence six. That feels to me to be very important. If they have not covered in their last nine games. Is it weird that when I see something like that, I don't even need to know the teams. I'm very likely to bet the one that hasn't covered in so long because I'm like, it's got to happen eventually. So you, you, that you're weird, going against the, the – the, Is the that thing. a weird philosophy? Yeah. I mean, I told you two stats a minute ago that I've been giving on my ESPN show, which are amazing, which is the Falcons have lost 14 straight games against the spread against AFC teams. And when I started that stat two weeks ago, it was 12. And then they didn't cover against the Colts, and they didn't cover against the Titans. They play the Texans this week. I think the Texans are good. I think you got to do the Texans again. Like, if there comes a point 14 in a row, well, it's going to be 15. Also, me of all people, you know, Kentucky, Tennessee, Kentucky, Florida, thir- we're talking 30 years, and I'm already trying to think it's going to flip at nine on this one. That's true. UCF Cincinnati, they play tonight. By the time people hear this, the game's probably over. But nevertheless. Uh, UCF is a four-point favorite. Cincinnati's debuting their new field. Have you seen that? It's the Cincinnati and the Northern Kentucky skyline. But the field's black. But doesn't it have skylines on it? Not really. I mean, there's like an outline of them, but, I mean, it's a, it's a black field. I think it should be illegal. If they're why, allowed, should, why should it be illegal? What if they wore their black uniforms? Oh, yeah, there are skylines. See, that's, yeah, but those are little that's lines. Northern Kentucky and that's Cincinnati. You wouldn't even notice that at the game. That is just a black field. Those eyes are weird. But I don't understand what you don't like about white shows up well against black. But if Cincinnati were to wear black uniforms. Oh, you're saying they'll blend into the field. Yeah. yeah. But you don't worry about that when green teams exist. How many green teams are there? Tulane. <laughs> Just say, I think the field's dumb and they better not be able to wear black on it. But, but I, I want to go back. Why are you worried about them wearing Are you worried that like you're going to look at the ground and think it's a player? They could just – you could run a trick play where a guy just lays down on the black. You don't see him. <laughs> like camo. And then he just hops up. And look, where's this guy come from? That's a really interesting idea. So you want to run the blends into the field play. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, I, I thought you're, you're – Think about a quarterback. I thought your point was stupid. Now it's just dumb. But, but I won't say it's no, stupid. No, but on a serious point, think about a quarterback. His team's wearing UNC blue. And he's looking at his receivers – there's a safety he doesn't see at all because he just blends in with the field and he throws it right in his hands. I, I mean, I, I can see that. I think it's less of a worry than you think, but I could see why that might be something that they well, – This is a big point, game, though. I mean, this is like these, this, this team, this ESPN, national audience. I think this will be a really big game. So, who you got? What was spreading? <laughs> UCF is a three-point favorite. I'm thinking Cincinnati. UCF finally lost their, their, their winning streak. So I think the aura of invincibility is gone, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna take Cincinnati. I am going with the Knights. UCF. Have you ever heard the Golden Knights? Have you ever heard the song that plays at Red Reds games uh, by Connie Smith? It's like Cincinnati, Ohio. I've not. I've been to one Reds game. Have in you heard it, Maria? Years. Maybe if we have an editor, they can <laughs> they can put the song in right here. I mean, I can't do that. It's Friday. I don't have Here, to Here, let me play it on my you phone. You, no, no, you don't have to play it. You don't hold have to play it. Hold on, hold on, no, no, no. I, okay, you what's play it called? It's called, it's by, right it's by uh, uh, Connie Smith, 
and it's called Cincinnati. Okay. All right, so just, just, just play it up. here. I want you to hear it. Must, it's not high on her singles list, <laughs> just so you know. Well, they play it at every Reds game. <laughs> Well, no, they do. It's in they the don't seventh play it off Spotify. In the seventh inning stretch. Are you, I got it. Okay. Okay, so of course you like that song. Okay, well, let me let me explain <laughs> something. I grant you that song is terrible. <laughs> All right, but they play it at every Reds game, and I've looked around. So I've been to many. Like, like if you go to the Orioles game, they play the seventh inning stretch and take me out the ball game, and then they play. Thank God I'm a country boy, mm-hmm. which by the way is not Baltimore. Like <laughs> I'm sure all the people of Baltimore are like, why are you playing? Thank God yeah. I'm a country boy. You know, you go to the Yankees game, they play New York, New York, Cincinnati. They play that song, and. I look around at every Reds game, and I get the feeling I'm the only person in the stadium that knows the song. <laughs> I also get that, that, that is all that like, and yet they've done it for years, and and I think they want the crowd to be like Cincinnati, Ohio, and no one re- reacts. And there comes a point where I just wonder, are the Reds? They I feel like they need to give it up, and it angers me because I want that song to catch on because I like it. I don't think it's going to. I think they're more likely to get the crowd to sing the in one more hour I'll be home line. <laughs> I think there'd be more enthusiasm in that. One more they're hour losing. And I'll be home. That should be the theme. <laughs> if you leave now, <laughs> you can beat traffic. It's the sixth inning. That's, it's the sixth inning stretch. <laughs> the go home now, Reds fans. Well, anyway, I'm just saying I, I like that song. I so know you so do. we're both. I didn't even have to hear that song for to know you liked it when I saw her picture. <laughs> that was in black and white. <laughs> you knew I liked it yeah. when you saw that it was old. Yep. All right. Um, let's go to the next game here. This is another week, by the way, with not good games. Pittsburgh, Duke. One thing we've learned, why do we even try with Duke? We said Duke <laughs> would lose to Virginia Tech. They won 42-3. to What was my other big lock last week? Because it was even worse. Uh, Penn State, Maryland. Yeah, I went against you on uh, that. I said Penn State. You picked Maryland, but go ahead. Uh, Duke is a five-point favorite, and whatever you say, I'm doing the opposite, so have at it. Uh, Phil says Pittsburgh by three, so you take a Duke no, at What home? do you say? I'm doing the opposite of you. I've oh. got this figured out. Okay. You, um, you fade the Duke grid. So Duke's at home. Pittsburgh's 4-0 and against the spread in this series. I'm taking Pittsburgh uh, to cover. Okay, I guess i got to take Duke because in Duke games, you're 0 for I am. So Duke's a five-point favorite. So you're going to take Duke to cover five against Pitt? Yep. Who nearly beat Penn State? I don't need any anything, any logic, any reasoning <laughs> behind it other than you never win your Duke games. I do not win my <laughs> Duke game. Uh, who is that guy with Acuna on that video? Anyway. Probably somebody yelling at him for not running out. Were you mad about that, by the way, they didn't run out the thing? and then Yeah, and then at the end of the game with the replay with the toe on the bag, you know, did you watch, see the I end of the game? I don't think so, no. So there was a close play at first, and they reviewed it, and they ended up calling it out. I think if it had been safe on the field, they would have left it at safe. Oh, I, And I, then they hit a home run the very next play, which yes. would have tied it as opposed to being down one. So it's just two very frustrating things. And the Braves always suck in the playoffs, so I shouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he was – it was – a. Not a good day for Akuna Matata. There. No. Since the Braves' heyday in the mid-'90s, they have done nothing in the playoffs. 
Well, they didn't do anything in the '90s either. I mean, when I mean, I was I was a big Braves fan then. They won the only year they ever won was the year I graduated high school in '96. I mean, they haven't. I don't even think they've won a series in forever. Yeah, it was so frustrating those years because the Braves were the best team every single year and they never won. Yep. Ever. That, that, well, since they play tonight, who you got? Uh, they play the Cardinals. I think they win tonight. Okay. But then I think the Cardinals win the next two and win the series. Um, Roll Braves. Texas, West Virginia. Our guy Neil Brown, he uh, is is a fine coach, and he Texas. has Texas coming in. Texas is an eleven and a half point favorite. Phil's got Texas by ten. Yeah, I think Texas covers. I, I like Neil, but I don't think they're good, West Virginia, at all. I don't think they're good either. Is it? I wish I knew what time <laughs> what, this what game was. What piece of information no, do that, you want? That to place know? for a Texas game would be rowdy. I like that. I like that. No, I've been there. There's I like not that a, Drew was so into this game. He there are, there's information. He no, needs I'm to just know. saying there's no better football crowd than Morgantown, West Virginia. Drunk Tell on everybody Saturday how night. you've said this before. They put everyone in a cage. Yes, I doubt they still do it because I don't know how they got away with it then. But my friends that went there kept telling me, yeah, it's like a just huge fenced-in area outside the stadium, and there's one entrance, and they card you and you go in, and it's like go kill each other. We don't care what you're doing there. So it's like it's like a you know a war room, pretty much. Like Kane didn't come out. It wasn't like a WWE <laughs> cage match. But they basically put students in a cage and, and say every- one of you is allowed to leave. <laughs> well, no, it's not a competition. It's just we're all going to put you here so we can watch you. That but seems like everyone, a huge fire hazard. Too. Everyone there is just out of control. Like not oh you know we had some beers going to the game. It is just let's set this car on fire before we go in. Not a Mitch Barnhart scene. Mitch Barnhart. What, what do you think Mitch Barnhart's view on the California Act is? I'm more interested in his I think view Mitch on Barnhart believes that college athletes owe, the, owe him money. <laughs> I'm more interested in his views on Willie Nelson coming to Kroger Field because he's not stopping that cloud that's going up in the sky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, you, you talk about a family atmosphere. <laughs> I mean, We're a family atmosphere. First concert, Willie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's going to be – a Willie Nelson concert, they're going to start growing weed on the 20-yard <laughs> line during the concert. Like, it's not going to be – family is not the word I would use. No. He's not going to be a fan. It's going to be a good show, though. But uh, – so, he got Texas or West Virginia. Game's at noon. Texas, then. So, you got Texas. Crowd okay. won't be awake yet. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go Iowa-Michigan. So two ranked teams. Michigan is How a four-point favorite. Uh, Michigan Actually, is a four. open at four is now five. Move uh, to point. So Michigan's a five-point favorite. Yep. Um, I like Iowa. I was gonna say, has Harbaugh ever won a game against a good team? Have you ever? What's you know what's interesting about Harbaugh? People seem to just despise him, and it's one of those things that I don't really know why. Like I, well, like I, I like I, him and wanted him to do well, and I'm not even a Michigan fan. But why just, does everyone hate him so much? What did he do? Well, they hate him because he can't beat Ohio State. That'd no, no, like I know why we, Michigan fans hate him, oh. but like, why does Paul Feinbaum hate him? Like, like, why do SEC? Why is everyone so angry well, well, the at SEC Jim Harbaugh? People, I think Harbaugh has made comments about the SEC before. What are they? Just downplaying it and how great it is. Nothing over the top. And so, like, when he loses, everybody's like, oh, see, you're an idiot? Yeah. Okay. Michigan hates him because he can't beat Ohio State. And he can't beat Iowa because Iowa's going to maybe win but cover. Let me ask you something. 
Iowa is the one football program that has been good for a number of years that I am fairly certain I've never seen play. <laughs> can you ever you remember? You haven't gone back and watched Mark Stoops' highlights? Can you ever highlights? remember? No, I'm just saying, do you ever remember sitting and watching an Iowa game? And when was it and why? I feel like any time they've been on, it's been at like noon. And they always play at noon. I think it's because they got to get their crops into the barn <laughs> yeah. by nightfall. And then at that point, you know, I'm just, I'm just, we got things going on. We got pregame shows, this and that. I'm not here for your noon Iowa game. I, I honestly cannot think of a moment that I've ever seen an Iowa game. And I believe, I could be wrong about this, I believe they had a game a year or two ago where if they won, they made the playoff. And I still refuse to watch it. If and it's really sweet because they all wave yeah. at the well, kids. That's, 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 that, that's really awesome. But I, I don't think I've ever watched them play. Well, if you walked past an Iowa football game, would you even recognize it? Many years ago, the turkey hunter is mean, as you know. Yes. And the turkey hunter really hates all sports except basketball and football, and he kind of hates them too. And I was asking him about a certain sport – I think it was about the U.K. women's team, basketball team. I was like, if I got you tickets to watch a U.K. women's game, he was, I was like, would you go? And he was like, no. And I said, what if I took you to the game? Because I thought maybe parking was the issue. And I was like, I dropped you off, and then you had front row seats. Would you go? And he said, no. And I said, okay, is there anyone on another team you'd want to see? And this is when Brittany Griner was in college. And he was like, well, Brittany Griner would be interesting to watch. And I was like, there you go. Kentucky versus Baylor, Brittany Griner. I take you to the game. I drop you off. You sit on the front row. And he said, unless Brittany Griner is the one <laughs> escorting me into the arena, I'm not going. <laughs> I feel that way about <laughs> Iowa. I need Brittany Griner to escort me into the game. Or play quarterback. And then I might watch them play. I will not stand for this. You can, and I know you're not. No, no, I love UK it. women's basketball. I, those games are fun. I'm just using the, that. Was, no, that that was what the turkey. I just wanted. To, I wanted to get my point in that those games are awesome. Get my face painted. Got the pom poms going. I think there's. I think for an average game, UK's women's team is more fun than the men's team to watch in person. Well, I, now I mean, a good men's game is awesome. But but if you're just talking like they're playing, you know, South Carolina. Oh, I thought it was a home run. And you're playing South Carolina. That's by the way, this is great. I, I, you know, you do this home run thing, and now it's a pitcher's duel in this game. <laughs> but go ahead, saving the heavy hitters some money. The heavy here. hitters, Excuse like me, just the sitting at home, just the hammer, smiling. Right? The hammer. He goes back and forth. Sometimes he's the heavy hitter. Okay. Sometimes he's the hammer. I wish he would just go with. Did you know you have to pay for that? Oh yeah. Like you have to pay for because if you he go, didn't come up with it. Yeah, he, if you go to Texas right now, they have their own hammer. And they have their own heavy hitter, and they have their own snake, and they have all that stuff. Did Shannon the dude have to pay for the dude, or did he just come up with that I on think his he own? just took it. But there is – like, you, you, you'll be thrown off because there's like a hammer in every place. Anyway, go ahead. I, 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 think, I, I think I was done. We were talking about Iowa football. Do you, so you, oh, yeah. So you uh, like Iowa. I, yeah, I like Iowa. Harbaugh, I'm over him. Georgia, Tennessee. This spread cannot be high enough. Have you ever noticed oh, that God. Tennessee 20, fans, you know, the quarterback for Tennessee half. is Guarantano, and Tennessee fans, all of them, think they're being clever by calling him Guantanamo? That's not. First of all, that's, that's rude. Secondly, you're not the first person to come <laughs> up with that. And they all are like, 
he's Guantanamo. He's a kid. They're yeah. so mean to that guy. Like I don't. Th- I've, it reminds me of when Saul was here for Kentucky. That's how they are to that kid, and I, I feel bad for him to be honest with you. He's not good at football, though. Well, none of their players are. Yeah. Well, Tennessee fans are used to just having prisons on their minds, so I guess that's their first association. Fair enough. Uh, the spread's twenty-four and a half, and I. I want to go to the bank right now and unload everything and drive it across where the border. Is, where is the game? I, I don't even know. Is it in Knoxville? I think it is in Knoxville. Okay. Yeah, it's so, in Knoxville. So if it's in Knoxville, you could you still like Georgia to cover the 24 Don't kill them. I was thinking this uh, last night while working on a post for KentuckySportsRadio.com. Let's say Kentucky played Georgia tomorrow. Mm-hmm. How high would the spread have to be for you to bet Kentucky? At Georgia? At, I mean, the game just like it's coming up. We're just moving it up. I mean, if you give me, if you give me thirty-one and a half, I'll take. Swear that was my number. No, it wasn't. Yes, thirty-one and a half. That's actually my number. If you yeah, give me thirty-one, I, I, I even had the half. I was at thirty-one because and I half. could see. I think the field goal makes a difference. <laughs> yeah, that's a big field goal. All right, good talk. Well, I mean, uh, at least we're on the same page. I like Georgia. You like Georgia? Cover. Navy Air Force, a battle of our armed forces. By the way, I, I need to say something here. And if you don't like this, wait a minute, are they, where are y'all going? You just got here. You're sitting outside. Okay. You literally walked in and then walked out immediately. Okay. You're going to sit out there. Um, I need to sit this Navy and our Air Force and these are our armed forces. I do need to say, if you don't agree with this, that's fine. But just objectively know you are wrong. Donald Trump is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, he is. I was a big fan of the Nickelback tweet, though. He is ridiculous. Like, what has happened in the last week is, like, beyond – if you wrote it in a movie, you would say, well, the president would never do that. And then he's done all of it. And and I will say this, as, as, as ridiculous as he is, the people that defend him, like Marco Rubio. Remember when we had Marco Rubio on the show? I thought we were friends. I thought he was reasonable. I was like, I don't agree with this guy, but he seems reasonable. You know, they asked him today about the fact that Biden said, or excuse me, Trump said that he wanted China to investigate Biden. They asked it because Marco Rubio has said that China is the most corrupt country in like the history of mankind. So they asked him and he goes, well, Trump didn't say it seriously. He just said it to get a rise out of you people. I'm like, well, that's not what you should be doing. <laughs> he's the, he's the president. He's like, gonna rise like out of this he, country. He's acting like he's like somebody going like Bush in your eye, thirty-seven <laughs> on Twitter. Like, is Bush in your eye, thirty-seven? I mean, I'm George gonna, Bush. I'm gonna get that real quick. <laughs> it's George Bush in your eye, thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe add the George, or at least a W. <laughs> My point is, anyway, I just needed to say that. I, I can't that, say that. I got to lock down that Twitter account before <laughs> this gets out and somebody gets it first. I, well, I have good news for you. Yes. Bush in your eye is available <laughs> 37. without a number. You don't even have to add the 37. We can be all there. I, am, I have to be honest. I am really shocked that it is available without a number. It's like when I got Studzilla on Yahoo Messenger. I was prepared for there to already be a Studzilla. Nope, I didn't have to add a number I or anything. That you, I love that you used to be Studzilla. With the fact the that first Drew was on Yahoo. Studzilla. It's a popular website. I can't remember what it was. 
but I think Rachel has something like that, where she was something like when she was a teenager, bizarre. But I don't think it was the equivalent of Studzilla. I didn't mean to cut off your. Uh, no, your no, I'm done. I'm well, done. I, wanted- I, I just, I just, I, I listen. I have people who write me all the time and go, "Aren't you going to say something about Hunter Biden?" I don't know what to say. Like <laughs> I don't even know what he's accused of. And the thing is, here's what I would say, and I'll drop it at this: If all of these Democrats have done something illegal. Trump is in charge of the Justice Department. Why don't they charge them? They could all be, if, 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 they have, if they have all done all these illegal things, he can charge them. He hasn't. Why? I don't know. Too busy tweeting. Uh, I mean, Nickelback's great. I, I get it. <laughs> I really like just that. Just drop all this. I don't need to deal with it. Just, just drop it all. Studzilla. <laughs> I wonder if Studzilla is available on Twitter. <laughs> Studzilla KSR. See if, you, see if you can get Studzilla. I feel like if you can get Studzilla, at this point you need to. <laughs> uh, Tom Clark with one follower. He hadn't even tweeted yet. Tom Clark has one follower. Is it you? <laughs> <laughs> he joined in May 2009, and uh, he's not even tweeted. I think you could probably get him. I think you could probably buy that from I him. I think I could just contact Twitter and be like, he hadn't tweeted yet. Have Maybe I told you about still, my continued about negotiations with at Matt Jones? <laughs> oh, like the, the one they have it? So at Matt Jones is like a guy in Britain. And I've written him a number of times and like, can I buy that from you? I was like, because, you know, he's like a, he's just a guy in Britain. He seems like he's, he's smart. I follow him because his name is the same as mine. I'm like, can I buy that from you? And he's, you know, he's very polite, but he's always like, eh. and he wrote me and he said, I believe I read you're thinking about running for Senate. If you run, I will give it to you because I want to beat Mitch McConnell. So I'm contemplating telling him I'm running, getting the account, and then not doing it. <laughs> Changing the password. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and I can tell him, you know what's still left? At Bush in your eye. If you would rather have that. You could give him Matt Jones radio. <laughs> Yes, I, that's a trade I'll do. <laughs> yeah. He can have Matt Jones radio, but I would like to have had. I'm going to tweet Studzilla right now and ask him his price for Studzilla. <laughs> Tom, old Tom Clark. We're going to take my <laughs> horse to the old Tom Clark. <laughs> um, okay. So All right. Where were we? I don't know where we were. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got distracted thinking about Donald Trump. Um, Navy Air Force. Oh, that's what brought it up. Yeah, because the armed, the armed force. forces. Uh, it is a an arm. Air Force is a three and a half point favorite on the road. Do you know what city Air Force is in? Yes, it's in uh, something Maryland. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. You are North not Dakota. Close. <laughs> Do you know where Colorado? It is, where I am? Actually, it's in Colorado. I know. Do you know that. where Air Force is? It's Colorado. Where in Colorado? We did this last year, and I got them all right. Now I can't think of them. I've been we to did this on free money when yeah, we guessed I've, the I've been to the I've been to it, I believe. I think it's in Colorado Springs. Isn't it? I thought it was in some place I'm not very familiar with. Where is Colorado State? Because I it, it's where is Air Force? <laughs> it's in a place called Air Force Academy, Colorado. That's yeah, not I where guess it, it has is. its own. It's in oh, a yeah. town. It's outside Colorado Springs. Yeah, that's what I said. I thought it was in Colorado Springs. Um, yeah, because I've been there before. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you said the spread was what? Three and a half. I'm taking Navy. 
I'll take Navy with you. Okay. That's nice. Do we know what Phil's doing? Phil has Navy, so we're all three Damn going. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm screwed. Um, Western versus Old Dominion. One of the real surprises to me was when I learned Old Divi- Dominion's a Division One school now, and they they play Western every year. Yeah, they, um, they were decent. They um, almost they almost beat Virginia and Virginia Tech. Yeah, was it this year or last year? Maybe they did beat one of them, like in the last year. Anyway, I think last year they had a big upset. Uh, Western's a three point favorite. Now, you know Ryan Lemon's best friend's son plays for Western. You know what? I never heard that. <laughs> I'm glad to know it. So, for that, I'm taking the Hilltoppers. I come from a long line of Hilltoppers. I feel like old – isn't Western terrible this year? They looked terrible. But I think they're slowly figured out, but they still wouldn't be anywhere near good. As, as good as Old Dominion. I think it's better than it originally looked, but still not good. I'm taking Old Dominion. They, it, they're at the home – they're home – yeah. Um, it's it. Old Dominion is in Virginia. Old Dominion is uh, one and three. If that helps, Hilltoppers are two and two. Take an Old Dominion. To Would you like to know where the public money is worldwide? I'm sure there's a lot of money coming in <laughs> from Granada for <laughs> the for the Old Dominion well, Western the, game. The public money is on Old Dominion, so you're rolling with the public. The public. If there's one thing we've learned, the public really knows what's going on worldwide too. Um, all right, let's do. That. Let's go for a second to the NFL. His four-star play of the month. He already has his NFL play of the month too. Okay. Houston over Atlanta. What did I tell you was a bet I liked before we started the show? Yeah, and what did I tell you about the fourteen and zero and fourteen? And I haven't looked at this. I didn't even know that. Why am I agreeing with Phil on everything? I think you and Phil are starting to have a mind meld. What if I am Phil? You got too much hair. Uh, well. Yeah, that's the one I liked. Yeah, I do too. I mean, because, again, just in case you missed, in case you weren't listening earlier in this podcast, which would be weird <laughs> if you fast forward to halfway through and then you start listening. Um, Atlanta is 0-14 against the spread in their last 14 games against AFC teams. And that's crazy for a team that's been good. Like, if it were, you know, you know the what Raiders. Jeff Schwartz, or, or, you know what Jeff Schwartz told me was the reason why he thought that was true? Why is that? He said to me, he was like, think about it. When you play a team in the AFC, you only play those teams once every four years. So that says to him he does, they're not very good coaches because they don't prepare Ooh. well against teams they're not familiar with. Throwing Dan What's-His-Face under the bus. Are you all looking for a table? I don't know where our hostess is. Um, Maria, we'll get you taken care of. I'm sorry about that. Feels like I, I feels like I spend a lot of this podcast <laughs> directing restaurant <laughs> traffic. Probably too much, to be fair. <laughs> the people listening are like, oh, KS Bar doesn't know how to seat people. Not, not I going mean, there. We know how to seat people. It's just it's it's like three in the afternoon, and I think people are. This is when we have a shift change. It's like in hockey when there's a line change. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever noticed that about hockey? I always wonder the line changes. It feels like that's when everything should happen. Yeah, I mean, you have guys leaving and coming on. There's perfect opportunity. Yes. Did you hear about what Jack Edwards said last night? I don't know who Jack Edwards is. You remember Jack? He used to be on Sports Center. Jack Edwards. He had a really, he kind of his hair was kind of like yours. It was well quaffed, and he had uh, <laughs> a plomb. Yeah, he had like a, a handsome jaw, uh, and he was look up Jack Edwards. I know you've seen him. Um, yeah, him. I've right here was what he looked. That's what he looked that like person. on Sports Center, right there. That's not uh, okay. I, I vaguely remember him. Bef- so, ja- so Jack he was before uh, he's a, guy. It was a while ago. And so Jack Edwards now is the Boston Bruins announcer, and I guess the Dallas Stars had a player that 
he was trying to hit somebody, I think, and he tripped and he fell and he hurt himself pretty bad and he was, like, passed out on the ice. It was very – you know, I, this was going on in here. Everybody was, like, gathered around and worried about him. And Jack Edwards apparently said that it was a bit of hockey karma because I think he was arguing that maybe the guy was trying to do a blind hit tripped hurt himself and people are very upset people are calling for his job saying with this man passed out on the ice he shouldn't have said it was karma what, what would you say to that just assume that what i said is correct yeah, do you think hey, that's bad that's pretty bad if the guy's laying down i think you should uh so what if you were watching a game unless and, it was vontez perfect well wait, you what if you're watching it. well i think this dude was known as kind of oh, a, that okay kind of guy. now i'm doing a 180 so what if you like you saw a guy and he was trying to sucker punch a guy and he missed and came and hit himself in the head and knocked himself out. No, that would, would you think that? Would you think that was okay to say? Yeah. Because Jack Edwards is taking a lot of criticism for saying it. Well, with hair like that, he, he should stand up for himself. So you would be okay with yes. it? Yes. All right, let's do one more NFL game, and then I'll, I'll focus on running this restaurant, which is really <laughs> what I'm here for. You got to get back there and cook for these people. <laughs> um, New England, Washington. There is no spread you could give me that would and make me not bet on New England. I'm you glad could we're give doing me this any one. number you wanted, and I would take New England. I'm glad you picked this one because I thought it was way too low. It's 15 and a half. Oh, that's nuts. Did you see that the Washington is, is, is starting Colt McCoy? <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm like, oh, this is going to be one of the highest spreads of all time. By the way, that, that Haskins dude looked awful. He did. I watched a little, a lot of, a oh. little unfair to just throw him in blindly. Apparently, they didn't have him prepared at all. I agree, but – he still looked awful. I mean, did anyone think that guy was going to go in and be a great quarterback? I didn't think much of him to begin with. Regardless, I think Patriots win by a billion. Me too. 15, you know, in the history of the NFL, there's only been like seven times a team's been favored by 20 or more. Twice was in one week this year. Uh, yeah, because I – And the, Dallas was the first one to ever cover. That was the, that's where I was going with that. In the history of them – being favored by 20 or more, none of the teams had ever covered, and Dallas did against, was it Miami? Yeah, um, I think just so. last week. It was Miami, and that was the first time that had ever happened. Well, I, I took New England at something very high earlier And they this didn't year. cover. It was against um, – No, it definitely covered because I couldn't – No, win. it was against the Jets. They, at the last minute, the Jets scored, and, didn't, and they didn't cover. Maybe I had a number that paid out. I definitely won because I thought, I can't believe that hit. Or maybe it was the Dallas didn't cover. One of the two of them covered. Dallas the didn't cover because it was close to halftime. Then New England covered. Yeah. So, so the point was that was the first time that yeah, anyone had ever covered. Uh, I'm talking about the Dolphins when it was 18. That's not above 20. They won 43 to nothing. Okay. Yeah, this is – no, but, again, that was under 20. I said 20. The 20 was with the Jets, 21, I'm and with, they didn't I'm, cover. I'm telling you I bet on this one, I don't, thinking the, that was high. I, my stat was about when it was 20 or more. You're talking and, about a game no, that was 18. I, you get to tell a story. I was telling a story. I oh, said okay. I bet the Patriots, and I didn't think they'd ever cover 18, and they won 43 to nothing. Yeah, but they didn't so, cover the 21. Yeah, that's I, I think we've all heard that point. <laughs> they're going to beat the <laughs> – they're going to beat the Redskins. If they beat the Dolphins 43 to nothing, they'll beat the Redskins 63 to nothing. Yeah, I agree. The Redskins are terrible. Well, I'm sure you all have learned a lot uh, <laughs> during the course of this, uh, of this free money podcast. Follow me at Studzilla KSR on Twitter. By the way, I went to a uh, Michelin star Indian restaurant. <laughs> what? Do you know what Michelin stars are? No. You know what Michelin stars I know are? what Michelin is. So you know Michelin that makes the tires. Yes. What's Michelin star? They have another branch that does food. 
I did not know that. And they used to make, as part of like, so like 50 years ago, as part of trying to promote Michelin tires, they would put out a like best restaurants in every city book. And over time, that became its own thing. And so now like the, the way you tell what are the best restaurants in the world is if you're a Michelin restaurant. Three-star Michelin restaurants, there are only like nine of them in America. But they have them all over the world. And then they have a two-star and a one-star. So in New York City, there's like three three-stars, eight or nine two-stars, and like 50 one-stars. Me and Tall, Rachel, and Tiffany, we ate at a one-star uh, Indian restaurant, which is still like exquisitely nice. And I don't know why I'm telling you, but it just was something <laughs> that I enjoyed. Did it, so did it live up to the Michelin But we were in Budapest. We went to a two-star one which is the nicest restaurant I've ever been to, a two-star. And Tall had a worm crawling in his salad. No, I'm like, serious. Wasn't supposed to be there. Wasn't some well, that, weird at, delicacy. At, at first we weren't sure because, like, you cut, like, these are people, like, they're all wearing white gloves and they, like, put it, like, on the table. And so when it started crawling, Tall looked at it and at first was like, is this part of the entree? <laughs> yeah, and then he the looked culture. and realized we didn't have worms in ours. <laughs> And he raised his hand and said, sir, there's a worm in my salad. And the guy went, ooh, like he like. He was mortified. Mortified. And Tall got half off his meal, which this was a place where half off the meal was a lot of money. Do you think we could be a Michelin star here? No. (laughs) No. Nowhere in Lexington. What's the nicest restaurant in Lexington? If you're just saying, like, high-end restaurant. Well, now it's Jeff Ruby's. Is it? I mean, like, there's there's a couple of sort of foofy places. Like, yeah, but it's, uh, Jeff Ruby's So, say probably. it's Jeff Ruby's. And Jeff Ruby's is awesome. It would not be a Michelin star place. I mean, I'd, I'd, I would venture to say there's nowhere in Kentucky. They don't rate – they only rate major cities. But I would say there's probably nowhere in Kentucky that would rate. I say we just – I saw the, the flyer that you put on your door, if you are. I say we just print it and put it on the door and see what happens. <laughs> just say <laughs> Michelin, Michelin two star. star. Oh, we could be a Phil Steele's Michelin four star. No, how about we're a Kumo Tire three star? <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we thank you very much for listening. Um, come out to the home run challenge. Yeah, you, know, you come out. It, we, I thought maybe one would happen while we were here, so you could hear the excitement. It did not. But uh, if somebody if somebody gets a home run, they win fifty dollars, and it's really exciting. It means we're due. Get in here soon. Yes, Maria. Have a great weekend. We will see you all Monday.